Hello and welcome to Happy Hour again, coming to you today from the beautiful social distancing home studios located in Ventura and Camarillo, California. Welcome to this very special edition, it's sort of like a double header, you know, I feel like it's, um, I've been drinking all day. What about you, Jason? <laughs> you probably you probably have. <laughs> Joby? Jason, I, I have, yeah. Well, no, not that much. A few. <laughs> Kept them light, though. All, uh, this is beer one and a half for me. I had I kind of split a can earlier in, just so that Curtis wasn't drinking alone when we interviewed Stan Hieronymus <laughs> of uh, Brew Like a Monk. He, he was nice that way. I appreciate that, Jason. <laughs> well, especially because Stan wasn't drinking either. He, he has well, water in his glass. Right, or so he so he says anyway, right? Now, what I like about that statement, though, actually, that just dawned on me is it's really easy when you say you were drinking, you're not drinking, and they want you to drink alone. That one word with no other context automatically equals alcohol. Yeah, yeah, It could have sure. been any liquid, you know, could have been any beverage. It's, I, that's funny that you say that because there's a, a countless number of times I've said to somebody, can I get you something to drink? And I'm I'm referring to anything. Uh, right. <laughs> they're like, no, 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 it's way too early. <laughs> I'm like, no, I just smell like an iced tea or a soda. Like, they're like, oh, I thought you meant like I thought you meant. Oh, if you want a beer, you could have one. And then it, beco- it becomes kind of a funny like, oh well, uh, no, it's okay. Well, you're right. It's it automatically means that. Like, I don't think there's very much thing. in line with. Hey, do you need a Kleenex? It's That's like, right. well. Is that a tissue? Is that, you know, like you can use one word and automatically everybody knows what you're meaning. I think we should come up with a one word acknowledgement for the show or for our identities. You know, we got Beyonce, we got Cher. <laughs> I'm nowhere near cool enough for that kind of. I know. <laughs> I, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Teach, maybe. There you go. And that's that's as about as lame as you can get, right? <laughs> that's right up there with coach. Right, coach. Hey, coach. Hey, teach. <laughs> or hey, or champ. Right. <laughs> so, so were they biting today? Uh, yeah, there was some good. It was it was really foggy, but it was, uh, uh, and then it burned off, and it was a beautiful day. I think same thing over here, but yeah, we were out at, uh, we went to the island today. We got some whitefish and some, which is a really funny that this, na- this fish was named whitefish. There's no other name for it. There's all these <laughs> other fancy names for these fish. And it's like, this is a call to whitefish. Um, but they're super tasty. They, um, and there's lots of them. So the nice about whitefish it makes really good fish tacos. I mean, what doesn't taste good? battered and fried right and and in a tortilla with coleslaw and uh a nice chipotle Chipotle. it's funny you say that (laughs) because how many things have we battered and fried at the restaurant joby we've uh we did the uh, we did burgers we've done pickles but also i watch um these guys from ear biscuits and um good Good Magnificent Morning. I don't remember the name. Damn it, Curtis, I did it again. Mythical anyway, Morning. their names are Rhett and Link. They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what it's called? So Rhett and Link. Yeah, Rhett, name, Curtis? Rhett and Link is the one. Good yeah, Mythical that was, Morning. Right. Yeah, Good Mythical Morning. Thank you. So 
the episode I watched today, it was called Will It Nugget? And they took all these other foods and made them into chicken nuggets, including um, Sour Patch Kids, which they actually <laughs> said tasted pretty good, battered and fried like a Chicken McNugget. So they melted the Sour Patch Kids down, formed them into little kid shapes, like a cookie cutter style, and battered them and fried them just like you would a chicken nugget, and put it in a sweet, hot, sweet and sour sauce. It said it tasted great. So, I mean, to me, sour that proves that anything kids. could be battered and fried. Yeah, no, I know, I know. That's what's that's what's funny because automatically, uh, everyone's always like, "Oh, oh, you caught those great fish tacos," and then you start thinking like, well, "What the hell doesn't make a great fish taco?" <laughs> like, all these fish make great fish tacos. Like I said, just batter them up and and fry them. But uh, batter them. Yeah, you got to batter. So when I mean, you, you do grilled. So when you go out to the islands, how long does it take you to get out there? Uh, like about an, it's about an hour. It was super foggy today, so it was like an hour and twenty minutes. Just, Just uh, make sure you don't, don't run into anything. Work. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually, <laughs> yeah, there's actually. A, Curtis, uh, yeah, there's no stoplights out there, Curtis. There's no like crossing <laughs> the paths. Or... <laughs> the best thing to do to somebody on a boat is say, "Hey, hit the brakes," and then they're just like, "Wait, what? Wait, where's the brakes?" Just <laughs> great, yeah. But boating, boating humor. I guess. Right. Yeah. The brakes are uh, put the, put the parking brake on. Um, there's all kinds of stuff, especially old, old guys love to say those. I'm just thinking, but where are you leaving out of Ventura? Are you us. going out of Oxnard? Yeah, Jason, you're right. No, Ventura. Ventura. So it's a, it's pretty much a straight shot. You just yeah. got to be careful of the, uh, so the, the story that everybody talks about when you're talking about going to the islands is getting hit by a freight liner, a cargo ship. Like that's, but it's pretty much what you have to watch out for. Everything else is is cool. You're wide open. Right. Um, apparently, those things go really fast. I never, I never even thought what? about that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've been out at the beach plenty of times when they're coming into port, and those things take forever to get in. Well, once they're no, coming it's like watching in, the, yeah, yeah, and it's like watching the the big um, Air Force like troop transports, like the Hercules and the C tens. It's lumbering in the sky, right. but if you're in it or you're anywhere near it, it's going yes, fast. I suppose. Yeah. So uh, you can just imagine. I, I think about. Did we? Ta- we did talk about that last time. I think. I just imagining one of those, um, uh, using it as one of those bad guys' layer, right? So imagine some all these. Like every single movie has like the subtitles, right? Because none of these, none of them speak English in the movie. <laughs> none of the freightliner crews. They're always like from another country. <laughs> Because it's always cheaper to flag them on international waters in other countries. There you go. And, and the, the villains, cruise lines get away with it. The villains never, uh, they never speak English. And they do, but they always have the accent, which I didn't want to get into that. That's probably the best. The it's, accent, the accent in the movie, but still speaking English. That's a whole other topic. Right. I, I watched something the other day and it was, they were supposed to be in Germany and they were speaking English but with a German-style English accent. I'm, I'm trying to put all of them together like a German manic sort of. <laughs> yeah, but apparently these Freightliners go really fast, and they don't really care if well, they um, hit you. Yeah, they'll just blow you <laughs> over, right? I mean, they kill they kill blue whales, so they're not going to worry about a li- what. how yeah, big of a boat are you going out on? Uh, they're like, 25, 34. Yeah, you're right. They don't care about you. No. That's not even going to make a blip. Yeah. You're a bum. You're a speed bum. I just picture the 
the what do you call it? Like pirates or something on these freight liners. Like they're up to no good, but they're just bringing in cargo. <laughs> and the captain <laughs> now. <laughs> exactly. So he comes in. It's <laughs> I'm the captain now. Yeah, and there always has to be the one, <laughs> the one cargo container that has like either the weapons or like some crazy, uh, what do you call it, car or. It's like, oh, yeah, it happens to be on the ship, right. and they know exactly where it is. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good timing to be able to pick that one instead of the one that's carrying <laughs> surgical masks and, and plushies, right? <laughs> so yeah. it's like... So, something super but how many free. things do you feel are like, um, <laughs> smuggled across in container ships these days? Oh, do you man, think there's a lot of that be, still going on? Yeah, I think so. I think there's got to be a lot of that. Uh, which you're mentioning all the weird things in the containers and the, the weapons. I was looking, uh, thinking about my different movies and Lord of War with Nicolas Cage is one of those where he does a lot of munitions and um, weapons running. Does He's he send them on cargo ships? Well, there is one where there's a cargo ship that, well, it's an old movie, so if you, I'm ruining it. Shame on you for not watching it. It's 2008. <laughs> but the one of the containers... He's got a bunch of rifles and weapons, and he said the trick to covering it up so that no one will ever discover them is you cover it up with old produce, and you let the container like be exposed to the sun during your voyage. So all the produce gets really spoiled and stinky, and as soon as they open the door, they get, the customs guys like freak out, like, oh, my God, right. just close it, just close it. Right, because they, they've never thought of any of that. He also hires a guy. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I said they've never thought of any of that. Right. Like, right. Like, no, oh, never. no, it's pretty close. He also hired a guy to just go over the side of the boat and change the name on the fly as the <laughs> international customs people are like zooming up on them. That would totally work. The... Of course. Of course right. that would work. Yeah. Lay, laying over the deck and, and painting a new name on the side of the boat upside down. Why is that name upside down and backwards? Um, I don't know what's happening. But I think because it has Nick. The fly. Yeah, and was there, because it was Nick Cage, was there um, any sort of. of Da Vinci Code sort of thingy he had to rotate to get the code in order to break the the well, pirate. Not quite. I mean, you're, there's definitely a lot of national treasure going on there. In your, <laughs> yes, in your national treasure. Right. Curtis, but on that same scene where he's got the guy painting the side of the boat, he's making a phone call immediately to have the records changed. He's got an inside man who does all the. Of course, the inside thing. guy. But let me guess. <laughs> he's like, inside. I need, CGI to, guy I need to change the origin of the boat. Change the origin where it's from, and they're like crap, what are we going to do? We need a flag. So they got to put this flag up and he grabs a flag. He's like, we don't have that flag. He's like, wait a minute. And he turns it sideways. He's like, when you flip it the other side, it's that flag. <laughs> Come on, man. Really? I know there's a lot of similarities yep. in flags, but that is a stretch, man. Like, <laughs> I, there's yeah. a lot of flags that look similar. Nicolas Cage. Uh, Why wasn't I in that movie? It's like Mexico. Italy. <laughs> but what a, yeah, but what about the eagle in the middle? I don't know. Yeah, Nobody's going to notice it. <laughs> Wait, can I, can I just guess? I haven't seen the movie. Can I guess? Does the inside man get caught and then he has to like, does he then tell or then they figure out that it's all fake because the inside man gets caught? Or no? no, no, no. It's actually a pretty cool movie. I've, I've seen it a few <laughs> times because um, I think some of the camera work is interesting, but it basically details Nicolas Cage as a young man who grows up and ends up being a an arms dealer and all the trials and tribulations associated with that. I need to, I do need to watch this now because I've never I heard it. To watch it too, I've yeah. never heard a Nicholas cage movie described as it has, um, intriguing, uh, camera <laughs> shots. So I'm like, I've got to see this now. 
<laughs> it's a little, I mean, this, so there's some CGI in the opening sequence and it's a little unrefined considering our CGI advancements now. Cause again, the movie has been out for a while, but what they do leading into the opening of the movie is pretty cool with the CGI work. All right, there you go. Without give, I mean, it's not going to give away too much, but basically you follow the path of a bullet from its creation all the way through its usage and the journey like across continents to get to the, its usage. And they do it all through CGI, basically following the bullet. And at one point it's like going into a bucket and into a crate and then into the chamber of the gun. So it's pretty cool the way they lay it out. I just had a late thought about your, what you said about the produce thing in COVID times that wouldn't work. Cause all the guys would be wearing masks already. <laughs> so like all the customs guys would be wearing masks anyway. So like, I don't smell anything. They just go right through. But, uh, you know what? Dude, bo- uh, I was watching, I got stuck on a whole marathon of, uh, I think this was during quarantine too, of, uh, it's like, it's either border patrol, something that has to do with border patrol, border something in the title. And it's like, um, it's all about the customs uh, people. And so there's like, it shows you the mail, how they check the mail shows you how they check at the airport and it also shows you the ships. And there was a couple of uh, ones about the cargo containers and how they disguise some of the stuff and, um, and how they sent fruit that had actually, the fruit was fake and it had like cocaine in the fruit, but then the fruit was actually packaged in boxes. Like everything was legit. The box, the packaging, the pallets was wrapped. And uh, yeah, uh, one was avocados, <laughs> fake avocados. I think that was recent actually. And then there was a bananas one. So all the bananas were filled with like perfectly formed uh, <laughs> bananas of Coke. Uh, but yeah, that show is cool. Cause they, they show you how like uh, the travelers are all nervous. So they're, they're watching them on the cameras and you know, this like, okay, there's this guy, look how nervous this guy is. And the guy's like super nervous, right? But he hasn't done anything yet. He's still like barely getting off the plane. It's like walking off the plane and they're like, okay, look, he's looking around. And then sure enough, they catch him. They catch a lot of weird shit too, though, like food items, like people trying to bring back like, like fried fish and like just weird shit. You're like, you packed that in a suitcase, like, you know, just weird stuff. And uh, I don't know. Anyway, I got I got hooked on a marathon of that, and it's it's really intriguing. And if you like that kind of like weird, you know, weird reality, I guess, weird reality stuff. That made me think of the uh, of Kinder eggs. Do you two know Kinder oh, yeah. eggs? Yeah. And and so like we get a version of them in the United States, but in Germany there's actual little tiny toys inside these things that you can put together. And the last time we went, we read that there is something like a two thousand dollar fine on every one of those each egg if you bring those back in, like the original ones with all the little toys in it. I'm like, holy shit! If you didn't even know what was happening, you just had a, a handful of those in your backpack. You know, just thinking of smuggling, and I was trying to figure out a way that I could get it back, but I thought, nah, if they're going to do an x-ray and find it just for a piece of, like, stale, waxy chocolate just because it has a toy in it, then that's kind of stupid. Uh, isn't that sad, though, that we've got a new place where, like, you can get yeah. fined for bringing chocolate with toys in? Like, for me, that really kind of sums up the mentality that a lot of Americans have, their level of entitlement. And also the, I must protect everyone from themselves. Like, <laughs> well, that's what happened, point. actually. Though. That is what happened. And some kid, I think, choked on the Kinder toy. And then now they have, and I know this because my, my kids like the Kinder eggs, or they did when they were a little younger. 
what I found really, really wasteful and pissed me off is they didn't eat the chocolate. They just <laughs> busted through the chocolate, right. and then I'm like, <laughs> they just want the toilet. You're inside. missing the good part. Yes, eh, it's not that great of a chocolate. I mean, Kinder is a good chocolate, right. but th- that that exact chocolate is not great. Right. It's weird. It like it forms, but so there's the real one, which I have brought them back from Mexico in in duty free. They sell them. But also then there's the one that we get, which is all like sanitized for your protection. You can't, you have to like do all kinds of stuff to get the toy out. And then you get it out and two seconds later, they're over the toy. So it's like, wow, that's great. I just paid $7.99 for that chocolate (laughs) egg. Well, Joby, that's like most toys these days though, honestly. (laughs) That's true. Most toys entirely. Well, they're all, it's all about surprise. You go and it's all surprise stuff. It's brilliant. It's like collect all 100 of them, you know? And then there's the rarity. There's the rare ones. There's the rare uh, Pokemon. Well, it used to be Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everything is uh, everything is surprise, and they love it. They got the kids hooked on the surprises, man. <laughs> well, it's kind of like this show because I think maybe we uh, take a, t- a minute and a half, two minute pause, and we come back and open up the next surprise from Happy Hour again. It's full of surprises. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Happy Hour. We'll be back next week with more questionable content, great guests, and drinks all around.